Richard Mugger, who's your boss, how are we doing today? That was the quickest intro I've ever heard. <laughs> I tried going for like an airline thing, you know, you're on a plane. <laughs> Beep. This is your captain speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Lord. How are we? I'm good. I'm good. Yourself? I'm very good. Thank you very much. I'm good, very good. Good, good. Before we get into this episode, Ugh. I know you're going to do this. We've got to apologize, firstly, Ugh. for not putting an episode out last week. That's my fault. I was working away all week, I'll be honest. Slap on the wrist for you, sir. Secondly, we called out Skirmish Guard on the show two weeks ago about that kitty that was at round one that was chirping to the refs who had nothing to do with what was going on that day. Um, He wasn't anything to do with Skirmish Guard and um, they they messaged me about it. So I said that I will apologise on the podcast for sort of name dropping them so i apologize guys he's nothing to do with you so you can keep your credibility clean mm. but move it on <laughs> it's not about that today we have We've a, got a guest show. we do yeah we have the we have, hoe. A, we have the hoe the, the mr hoe. joe ho <laughs> how are we hey, mr guys. joe ho <laughs> no i'm good i'm good mate Thank you for having me on, as always. It's been a bit of a while. We got there eventually, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We got there eventually. Once Sean didn't work away and that lot um and answered his phone a little bit, we you know, we we got there. Oh, can we talk about that? Luke called me so many times the other night and even texted me, go, Do you even answer your phone? <laughs> Just piss off. <laughs> I was like, no, it was yesterday. I was driving back from training and I was like, I'm just gonna phone Sean on the way home. To see whether we're recording. Um, so I phone him, doesn't answer. So I'm like, all right, okay, I'll leave it a couple of miles, phone him again, doesn't answer. Stop off in the services, try to phone him again, doesn't answer. So I send him a rude message. Like, <laughs> Do you ever answer. answer your phone? I just get with my old man. <laughs> Bye. Oh, anyway, man. let's get into this because Joe sat here patiently. <laughs> We have that's um, so good, mate. We've got a lucky 15s player on the show. Oh my god, yeah, that's god the second saying. 15s player oh. we've had. Second, Joe, honestly, Joe, thank you yeah. so much for coming on our show. It really means the world to us having a 15s player on the show like you. Do you want to lick my ass anymore? Yeah, I could do. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> like, do you know they've got a nickname for him now as well? It's called Joe the Pro Ho. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, I <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it. I've, I've, I've named this it. One Should we name this episode that then? Yeah, Joe the Proho. That's the Joe name the of the Pro-ho. episode. Easy. I don't know how this name came about. It just started getting said around. I'm like, well, if people are saying, I've just got to own it now. So, not even <laughs> Joe Ho anymore. It's just Joe Pro. <laughs> Joe Pro, yeah. <laughs> I, I, oh. I don't think that I'm a pro in any way. Yeah, he does. Right? FYI. Anyway. He, he does. He, he does. Really He's does. got the ego of a pro as well now. Like, yeah, exactly. He's made it in life. He's... <laughs> I made it was. He's got the jersey, played a few points the last round. He, yeah. he wasn't just a complete bench warmer. You know, he, he uh, did I, I did good warm in that bench, but I did good. Yeah, you, I did. I'd seen it. It was quite warm. <laughs> quite warm. I felt it. I felt it. <laughs> oh, all right, stop. <laughs> right, anyway, Joe, let's start at the start of your paintball career. Ooh. The first time you heard of or picked up a paintball gun. Marker. Well, it, it just the same old story of everyone. To be I think I was like 10, 11 years old, just at a standard birthday party. But it didn't really like click with me then. Like, well, I was, I was all right. I didn't really think much of it. 
And then I remember like what made me get into paintball. I was like about like, 12 years old or something. And I was like, you know, like I love I love playing Xbox and video games. And I was walking through a game and I saw I saw this paintball game. It's called like Paintball Millennium Championship 2009. And I thought, man, that, 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 that looks bloody wicked. It had like one of the dynasty players in the front with the JTs and like the Rockstar logos. Like, I'm buying that. <laughs> I, whacked it into, I whacked it into my xbox and the first thing you get is like one of those old school style dirty videos like the punk rock music going you know the rock star logos like <laughs> yeah. thomas taylor with his fat mohawk going like 15 yes. balls per second i was like this is sick like this is how i want to play paint <laughs> and from there on there on out i literally spent from 12 until i was like 17 of just going to doubt once every three or six months, like saving up enough money to buy ridiculous like 1,000 paintballs for 70 quid and just wait <laughs> and, and just waiting to play speedball and just try play speedball like, like I saw in a video game. I and mean, that's literally how I got into paintball. And from then I just started like searching like PSP videos, watching it back when I was on PV access and all that. And um but back then I didn't really know like how to like get onto a team. So since like the age of like 13, I, I wanted to get my mark. I wanted to get my mask, but I couldn't because, you know, it's 13. Yeah, yeah. Asking your parents to buy you a 50, 70 quid mask, like, or something. <laughs> yeah, they they don't know. even know about it. Yeah, they don't yeah. tell me to jog on. So I literally waited till I was 16 and I got my job at Delta and then saved up and started buying my own gear that way. But then, like, back to my point I was making, like, back then, I didn't know what was searching for finding a paintball team. So I was typing, like, paintball teams in Southampton, paintball teams or, like, paintball clubs in Hampshire, and I literally wouldn't get anything. And like, back then, I didn't know it was all on the forums. But I think, uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like, I scrolled like past the forums, and I'm thinking the forums like it's not going to be on me. But <laughs> yeah, so even like walk-ons and like other painful sites, I just stayed at Belfort for whatever reason. But I mean, it is what it is. To be fair, but that's how I got into paintball. <laughs> so how did you go from just playing at Delta Force to actually finally finding your first team? Because you're you're from the Ducks kids, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So. Originally, like I played my first tournament in 2017, and I can't remember how I found it. But over time, on Facebook, I started joining different groups like BSTs and all yeah. sorts of stuff. And then I saw Super Fives like paintball tournament. I was like, "Oh my god, there's a paintball tournament in New Hampshire!" And it was literally the 30 minutes down the road to me. And I'm thinking, "This tournament has been 30 minutes down the road to me all these years, and I've only just discovered it." <laughs> but yeah, so I found that, and I brought the rest of my gear. I remember I brought a G Tech. I bought like a secondhand rotor and then I just bought like one of those steamy tanks. Never played speedball before, like proper speedball before. I just went, I just sent it. Like I don't know if I would even like it, but <laughs> I just went for it. And I rocked up on a scratch team. I had no idea what I was doing. And I remember my first point, I was like, yeah, I'll play snake. Went to dive, did the most awful double knee slide going and proper core sampled my barrel as well. And for the whole point, I couldn't even shoot. And what I didn't know as well is, um, so the first point I played, I, I got ran down and bunking while I was in a goober. And I remember looking around, I'm like, oh, that's a cool jersey. It's like a green colour. And on the back it says 42 green. And only the other day I was talking to Greeny about this. But yeah, like my first point I ever played, I was playing a bloody James Green. <laughs> so like, that's not fair, is it? <laughs> Could but you yeah. imagine being that inexperienced getting <laughs> run down by James Green in your first ever game? That, that's just harsh. That should have been a cap. <laughs> I, I didn't know at the time, so personally, I didn't really mind. Yeah. And then um, from there on out, I didn't really have a team. So, like, how I came back to finding Ducks, I remember I was just 
sat in like sat, I, I was in holiday in Florida, and you know I did the traveling, went to Disney, all that. I visited yeah. Central Florida Paper, which is honestly I went there on a I think I went there on a Saturday, and it's just it's a different level out there. Like I I didn't play, I just wanted to watch, and there's like it's 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 brutal out there. Trust me. Is it? Oh mate. <laughs> yeah. I want to yeah. go out there. Oh. Like, uh, one day I want to go play in America. So. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, going back to your point of how I got into ducks, I remember just sitting in uh, the villa in Florida and just like scrolling through CPPS and being like, oh, I'll just find a team this way, but looking at all the podiums. And I saw like on loads of different divisions, it was just fun ducks, fun ducks, fun ducks, fun ducks. I'm thinking, okay, these boys have got a load of teams that are hitting podiums like quite all right. So I was like, so I went and gave them a message and it was like, no, like, they get better kids' teams. Well, I was 17 at the time. But, yeah, so I just went, yeah, sweet. And then I got my mate Tim involved. I think you met him, didn't you, Luke? Yeah, yeah, I met yeah. Tim. So, um, so we've literally just been paintballing together since then. And then we went up and joined Ducks Kids in the middle of 2017, I think. That's when I played my first CPPS as well. Actually, I didn't even play for kids at the time, thinking about it. I got there, and they were like, oh, sweet, here are the kids, but you're guessing for another team. So I had to go and guess for sabotage for a whole day and I didn't get to play with, like, the team I was supposed to do on the first day. Oh, that's savage. I know. <laughs> but the Ducks kids also played at the SPL as well, didn't you? Yeah, down we played, Wood. played SPL as well down at Brickywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, Sean, do you remember ever playing were we kids. playing against Joe then? Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, you must have been. So it was, so we lost podium to the kids by two points. Oh, we really? Fourth in the five man. So this was Sean and myself's first tournament. Oh, was and we, it? We took fourth just below you guys. And it was it's not bad. Because obviously, five man is done by bodies and if you score the point. And I think. If I remember rightly, it was like the last point. I was in the back centre and I got double mugged by, I don't know who it was, but it was, I just like wrapped one of the bunkers. I just seen a barrel in my face. I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) And I think if we had, if we had beaten you, obviously we would have took podium. But if we didn't lose, I think if we had come to a draw with two, two bodies, we would have to have replayed the point because we would have been like equal on points. Oh really? Something like that. Yeah, I remember. I remember talking to um, oh, what's his name, John down there, from. Oh Nips, yeah. And he told me about it, and I was like, "That's gutting. That is just gutting." <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, "Yeah, so we must have played you. You must have been there that day." Yeah, I I, would, I remember playing the SPLs. Like they was... were they were some good tournaments, though. Yeah, <laughs> they were good introduction. Let me put it that way. <laughs> Wouldn't go back there again, though. No, 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 stinky and horrible. <laughs> I, I still have like, you know, when you can smell it, you know, when yeah, that smell just, just smell like the real bad paint, and it's it's not like used paint; it's just on the side, isn't it? Like you, you just yeah, smell just, it, and you're like, yeah, it's because they've got a uh, rental site next to it as well. Though, like, I yeah, remember working at Delta Force; that smell would just be there because of like. All that like mud that's just gone, you know, it's gooey, isn't it? It's gone, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Where did you go from there then? From there, from Ducks Kids. So, played with Ducks Kids till (laughs) the end of the year. It was me, Tim, Sam Watchroom, who played this one round and had that bot point where (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we won't talk about that. <laughs> no. um, and then Thomas Carroll, who's on 15s yep. as well. And then a couple of others, like this guy called Jack and Teddy. Um, but then until the end of the year, a few of the kids like dropped out. So it was just left me, Tim, Sam and uh, Carol. And then we ended up splitting up. So those who went and played Div 2, and then me and Tim were on the Div 4 team. So we played Div 4 for half the year, I think. I can't remember. But then I remember thinking, I, I, got, I don't know why, but I just got really cocky all of a sudden thinking, I want us playing a high division. Yeah. And then I remember I was training by myself at Brickettwood and I had no one to play with. So I was like, oh, I'll just find a scratch team. And then I ended up training with Tigers that day. But this isn't the Tigers today before they made their rebuild. This was, okay, yeah. you know, in their weird loopy stage when they weren't doing too great. And they were playing Div 1 at the time. And I'm thinking, I played a few points with them and, you know, I was getting on really well with them, you know, they were complimenting me and all that sort of stuff. And I was thinking, you know what, like, if these guys are saying I play, I'm playing well, with them, I'm going to go for it. So I then left Ducks and went to Tigers. And let's just say that was the worst idea I really made. Yeah. Why? Because we, for a Div 1 team, you'd expect them to be training. And I, I remember it being a month before the event or something. And then no, nothing was said in the chat about training or anything. I remember putting in a chat like, oh, can we train one day at Brickable or something? And I just didn't get a response. And I was thinking, for a Div 1 team, like, what is going on here? And then we, we walk up to CPPS playing Div 1. And I think we scored, like, no more than five points. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Did it win a single game. And, yeah, it was just rough. And I was thinking, no, like, if I want to play for a Div 1 team, it's got to be a bit of a team to train. So then I then quit about a month later. And then went back to Tux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So to that Div 4 team or that Div 2 team? Uh, I went, no. And then they said, oh, if you come back, you can play Div 1 with us. I was like, yeah, sweet, I'll go play Div 1. And then it got to the event. We trained and everything. It got to the event. It's like, oh, uh, the Div 4 team needs help. You can go play with them. Then I got sat down to go play Div 4. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh. That's heartbreaking. So so that is away. like it's like it's always there for you, but just never come around. Oh, yeah, it was annoying, but but like even though like I didn't get to play where I wanted, I, I had so much fun. Like they looked yeah. after me. They looked after me so well. And like when we played NXL, like we all stay around Django's house, and you know we're like drinking, playing cards with each other. Like, like they're a solid group of solid group of boys. Because that was. So you played the NXL Basildon? Yeah, yeah. So, so the last, the last one before it didn't arrive. It stopped here in the UK. Yeah, it stopped coming off that year, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Because I was there and we watched. We were watching the Ducks. Oh, oh man, well, our like our past is like interlinked. It's quite, it's <laughs> yeah, quite weird. At some point, it's into <laughs> different stages, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just like we've never spoke to each other. Because didn't one of your players break his legs in his like? Yeah, because if you the ground was awful. The ground was so hard. Like if any of you listeners were there, you would know. But for the people that weren't there, it was honestly like concrete, no, yeah. no imagination. And the first point, he runs up to the corner, and there's like a fat crack in the ground, and his foot obviously went in there, and he snapped it. And as he went on his back, you could see his like leg in the end. His foot was just sideways. 
yeah. Uh, and I don't know. From, uh, that was last time I saw him. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know where he is, what he's doing. But, but he <laughs> that had, was the last time I saw him. Last, last bad experience in paintball. That was it. He called it a day. <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> that guy, he just flew over from America as well, like three months before and joined uh, us. What, he wasn't even... No, he wasn't even from here. He was from over the pond. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. Oh, no. I thought he was like a, an OG Ducks player, sort of. No, no. He literally joined oh, the team that is, months before that then. That's heartbreaking. I feel for him now. I'm, I'm not going to laugh anymore. That's <laughs> quite heartbreaking. Will. Yeah, I'm still going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's heartbreaking, though. So what happened after that then? Because at some point you weren't playing for Ducks, were you? I was no. going to say, yeah. Yeah, so literally after about NXL event, so that's when I finished all my A-levels. And um, I, I decided to take a gap. And my dad was like, you know, you're not dossing around for a bit. Like, do something. Um, so I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to work for a bit. Then do what I want, like travel and whatever. Mm. So I, I got a job over in Guernsey as a gambler. So, oh, I re- this is sick. He's told yeah. me this is the sickest job you've ever heard in your life, honestly. Yeah, come on. That, like, sort of <laughs> still, so like, I haven't heard this one. <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah, so um, my old man, he, he's really big into his racing, like brown racing, horse racing. Okay. Um, I'm not trying to boast or be popular, here, but like <clears throat> in dog racing, um, my dad's syndicate, like, so his dog racing company, like, his syndicate is really big, like, We've won awards for the best British bred dog of the year, uh, best bitch of the year, um, you know, all sorts of awards. Uh, like there was 15 awards to be won and we won eight of them. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah. And like we've produced some of like the best greyhounds um, in the UK, like during this era of like greyhound racing. So if, if any, any of you listeners are a greyhound racing fan, if you hear Simon Sennett and Brendan Keogh, you'll probably know like our dog racing background. And horse, yeah, and horse racing, not so much because it's horse racing is much more of like an upper class kind of, it's more like a wealthy. Um, so we're not so great at that, but we do do business in horse racing, like buying horses, training them, and then selling them on that because that's the way you can make money. Yeah. Um, so he had a friend uh, who works for that company, so he managed to get me a job on it. So basically, I, because of my gambling knowledge as well, as in growing up, going to dog races, horse races, going to the bookies with my dad all the time and, and all sorts. So I've been around gambling my whole life. So I was able to get that job. And basically what I'd do, I'd go into the office and I would just gamble for the company pretty much on horse racing. So I'd watch a horse race and um, I'd be given like these buttons to like enter all these horses in and it would like trigger bets and activate bets. And for the first few months, we could see the figures. Like seeing your bets going on was ridiculous. It was like tens and thousands of dollars going on yeah like all over the click of a button and all that was like yeah that's mad didn't you like didn't you stay in i swear you saw like some like hotel or something or like yeah and then because we're like dealing business with the tracks because how we would it for any of you who listeners want to know about this it's not like gambling uh me against the bookies so we would bet as the company we were like a person and we would bet with the track. So rather than going to a customer, we're betting directly with the track. So all the money was put into a pool. And with the amount of bets you get, you get a ticket. 
if that makes sense. So like there's a wind pool and everyone that wants to play in the wind pool or to get one horse to win, puts all their money in. So say if you get a million pounds in that pool and then only two people pay for horse 14 to win, that means two horse 14 tickets are there. That means only two people have won that bet. So it's split down the middle. So it's split. So, so the track take their cut of whatever percent and what's left over in the pot, you split with how many winning tickets. So Jeez. effectively, you could get more rods and bet with the bookies. Oh, that's that is yeah. Joe, you're gonna have to start teaching me how to bet, mate. You're gonna have to start teaching me some stuff because I'm clueless about this sort of stuff. I didn't know you were a gambler. <laughs> no, I, I try to keep it on the download because it's like, oh, but I'll go on a night. I used to go on a night out, and people are like, what do I do for a job? And I'm like, oh, I'll do this. And people are like, oh, like, can you tell me what's gonna win? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if anyone sees Jersey yes, he knows who's gonna win. All right, just ask him. He knows he, he knows he's going to re- win round two already. He's put money yeah, down yeah, on it yeah. already. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, not after last round. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just made him cry. Oh, savage! <laughs> right, we'll get to that anyway. Uh, anyway yeah, we'll get to what, that. Um, so you've done your gap, yeah? Yeah, so, so I did that. And then... And then, so I, then I came back the following year around August time. And then I was going to get, oh yeah, when I came back, I played another round of CPS and then just stopped playing because then I went to uni and I just, you know, your first year of uni, you're in halls. Oh, I, I wanted to like, you know, go and have fun. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't play for until just before lockdown. Okay. So I was going to start playing again, but then because of lockdown, I was like, oh, I didn't play. And then um, I, I had no idea that CPS was still going on. And I, I remember like seeing it somewhere. I'm like, oh, CPS is still on it. It's Div 1 and Ducks are playing. I'm like, oh, cheers for meshing me, boys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and then, and then I started playing again. Just, you know, you boys know Paintball South. Yeah, yeah. So they're supper days. I used to just, them just play there every so often. Just, you know, just doss about and everything. And then I met you guys. <laughs> yeah, we, did, we met you at paintball south didn't we yeah, yeah. and then because but you because we were looking obviously we what stage of the monarchs were we at there so the monarchs we had lost reuben at that yeah. point um ryan had uh, gone yeah. to australia but come back but wasn't playing mm. um <clears throat> we had picked pete up because we had gone to mayhem Yes. We, so at well, point, we, we had me, you, Sean, Dean, Jordan, Caleb, Caleb. Ruben. No, no, no. Ruben no. was gone at that point. Uh, not Ruben, Pete, sorry. Well, Pete was like, we were talking to Pete. So Pete wasn't confirmed at that point, but yeah, he we were talking to him at that point. And then we spoke to Joe at PV South. Who said he wouldn't play. Who said he... I said I would play, didn't I? Yeah. No, I, I swear, I, I swear, first of all, he was like, oh, you said you weren't coming back to the tournament. Did you say I, that? I don't remember. No, that was Lachlan. Uh, okay, from yeah. Underdogs. Because he was going to not play that season, but ended up playing that season. Yeah, okay, yeah. So then we asked Joe, and then you, then we had, oh yeah, because we had a training session, like trialy sort of like mixer thing. And we had Pete and... Joe turn up and um, 
Joe, you brought a mate up. No, 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 that was after. Oh, was it? Yeah. No. So, yes. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sam come up after Sam. we. Sam come up after. Um, that was when we were losing Jordan and Caleb. Yeah, that, that was round three, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. So then we, we brought, uh, Joe brought Sam up and we had a training session with Sam then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, yeah, so we picked you up at PB South. Um, what actually made you say yes to us? Um, well, because I, I sort of followed, you know my mate Tim? Yeah. He's been obsessed with you guys since like you first came out was saying like, oh, you're the most aggiest team and all that sort of stuff. Oh, really? and I was like, yeah, it, it was a weird <laughs> fanboy. Like, I don't know why. But, and then I I remember following you guys like itch, like towards the end of like when you played Div 2. Yeah. Because I followed your Instagram. And you had some pretty like you were big on social media. So I was like, yeah. oh, okay, like these guys look pretty cool. And then then I found out like Mason coach. So I'm like, oh right, you're like. 15s players coaching stuff and then when you were sort of there i sort of was like thinking right if a 15s player coaches them and they're here and they're saying oh, they don't mind me playing for them, like, i might as well just go for it and just say yes because it goes back to the point of when i first learned about paper like watching all these pros play like dynasty and all that like, i was like one day like i want to play. one day like, yeah, yeah i want to get there or play at least some sort of that level and I thought, right, like, if I if I really want to try and like get good at paintball or like you know play at a, de- a decent level, like here, here's my part right here. Yeah. Like a 15s player coaches you, um, arguably the best player in the UK. Um, <laughs> See what you did there. For God's sake. <laughs> and then you guys are pretty loud on social media as well. It's just sort of one of those things that like it just seemed to work. Like you got a you got a good coach and like a very loud, attractive team yeah. who are playing good paintball as well. I mean, you guys like third in Div Two, didn't you? Yeah, after like I think it was it was a close battle for second between us and Baggers, and I think it, it was that weird round where if you had like one bad result, it really affected your whole. It was like a league setup, so yeah, because I didn't was, play that year, but yeah, I heard it was, it was like a league table, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was, yeah, like it was overall it was, at the end of the year, wasn't it? It was just weird. Like we had, we we didn't necessarily ever have a bad round. I think we just, I think the baggers got like one better result than us, and that was it. And it was like Whoa. we couldn't bring it back. If you know what I mean? And that's right. So it was, it was, it was a harsh. Like it was like, oh my, like right, we've done so well. We've trained so hard for this. But I think you take those, like, on the chin, don't you? You sort of go, right, okay, well, we've got to get better for next year then. Yeah, you just got to just keep your chin up and move on. Yeah, which was kind of a good thing with the Monarchs is because we had that attitude where we didn't really care. We Like, we cared if we lost, but I think it was like, it just motivated us more to push harder. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, having Mason on board as well was like, that... When when we went D two and Ains asked if we wanted a coach, that's when it become a little bit serious. Yeah, like training become a lot more regimented, um, and yeah, it just got ten times more serious. But it was good, it taught us so much. And then to have like you and Pete join the team as well, because like it was quite cool because we could just like your bus speed and going up through the center. 
He was like, Joe, go do your thing up for your centre, mate. Like, obviously, rein it in, don't get too many penalties, but, like, go and blow the centre open. And then, like, Pete's just calm. Pete is just so, yeah. like, he's just, he just doesn't, like, you can put six guns on that guy and he's still just sat yeah. in his bunker, like, yeah, it- no problem. <laughs> <laughs> Like, he plays like he's not doing anything, but he gets a lot done. Oh, he doesn't yeah. look like he's doing much, does he? Like he's that calm. He, you, you don't realize what he's doing. No, exactly, mate. I watched him um, play for Entity last his first round, and I remember like they'd gone down a point. I can't remember who they were playing, but he was in the bag. And I think it was like three guns on him, and he was him left left alive, and like nobody dinked him out for ages. They like had to physically get onto the, their side, like his side of the corner to dink him out. And I was like, how has this kid lived yeah. in this bag for so long? <laughs> like, what is he doing? Like, what force field has this kid he got? Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> and he's still just sat there like, yeah, come on in. Just yeah. do it. Like, he's just so calm. It's like, it's wicked. But... It was nice when Pitt jerked because it meant that I didn't have to do as much as well. <laughs> Yeah, um, it was like, right. Oh, what? No, just so this spot. play that we just had to sit in a bunker and just shoot people. Okay, I could do that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what? <laughs> yeah. You want me to run into the middle? Go on, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it like it was cool having you on board because obviously we had watched you at PB South, and then it was like cool to get you down and training with us. It was just such a shame about that season man i oh, know oh i wish i i say it all the time i wish it could have gone for another year yeah i do as well mate i wish <laughs> we'd seen d1 out because we had like round two and round three we had some semi-decent results we had four we and did fifth, which meant that we were kind of up there with the best of them in d1 which would have been so good that was fourth and fifth with a rock, with a rocky team as well. Yeah, that, that like, feels good. We were going. We, we weren't. We had a guest, and like the team wasn't where it should be mentally. Over no, like that was when Sam played for us as well. Yeah, and he only so, trained like the week before, didn't he? Yeah, so we had Sam, who obviously didn't really know us, didn't really know how like the team worked as such and we had Finchie guest for her for yes us. Yeah, yeah so right. it was kind of like it was a really rough like going into it I was like I don't know if I want to do this to be honest I don't know where I wanted but I think Sean and myself I just spoke about just pulling pulling the team out at round three and it yeah. was like it got too close to it and it's like now nah, we got to play it and then we actually had a, a, a pretty decent result and it was like boys we could do this yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> like but he was relying on guests every every round. It was going to be hard. It was going to be expensive. And yeah, it just yeah, wasn't. Like, yeah, you, you can't rely on guests for half of nah. you did one and expect to do well either. No, and exactly. The, the, we, was, we were in such a difficult position as well because we were trying to pick up players halfway through the year. And it's hard like to pick halfway through the season as a Div 1 team, like a Div 1 ready player. Yeah, like you're, exactly. you're going to be getting players playing below Div 1, I, 99, well, 100% of the time, no one from Elite is going to come down and play with us for the rest of the season. No, exactly. In, like, in that sort of level, to be competitive at that level, you need someone from Elite yeah. or someone who has played Div 1 and is a Div 1 ready to play. Um, we had, like, there was quite a few people that wanted to join us, but they were, like, no offence, like D5, D4 players who... I didn't want to just say, yeah, yeah, come and play for us. 
but it's like two hundred pound around, and you're gonna get your asses handed to you because yeah. we didn't have you time haven't to train them either, did we? No, so it was like the best thing to do was just to sort of pull the plug, and it was heartbreaking because I felt for you and Pete the most because I was like, oh, we've just brought these boys on, like we've got dope jerseys, like they were <laughs> they <were> sick, <laughs> like they were hard jerseys, and we never ever got to see them walk out on the field. No. no, only mayhem, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just oh, mayhem, yeah. wasn't it? Mayhem. Oh, mate, we need though. we need to talk about mayhem. Yeah, because is that your first mayhem? No, that was my second. Oh. Okay, okay. It was Mason's first one, wasn't it? Yeah, Mason's first one and Jack's first one, wasn't it? Yeah. When did yeah. you get out there, Joe? What day? Did uh, you the Saturday. The sa- yeah, I thought so. Yeah, because I'd work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Never know. Then I rolled up. So jokes. Got my kit on. Mayhem was insane. What was like? What was your best highlight from Mayhem? Me? Yeah. I don't think I can say it on the podcast. To be fair. <laughs> as soon as you asked, I knew what he's gonna say. <laughs> All right. Okay. What was your? What was your, <laughs> what was your PG friend? <laughs> <laughs> favorite memory from Mayhem. As soon as you asked, I was like, that's a wrap. Don't go there. <laughs> what's your best playing moment? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. There we go. That's, what's your best playing moment? Best playing moment. For God's sake. Probably the night game. <laughs> Mate, I couldn't see anything. No. I mean, by that point... <laughs> I mean, by that time of the moment, I just got more Asian and Asian. <laughs> oh, mate, don't don't even start on that one, mate. It was like looking at you in that chair. It's like, how did Joe go from Asian to more Asian? <laughs> oh. oh, I'm crying now. <laughs> this man's Asian percentage just went up. <laughs> He was at sixty percent. By the end of the night, he was a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my! You know, like when the back of your head hurts. <laughs> oh, honestly, I tell you what. I think about that night game sometimes. It's honest. That was the best time I ever had doing that mm. night game. And it- <laughs> It was Pete. Pete was the funniest kid. He had his brand new JTs on with black lenses in. And he's like, I was just shooting shadows the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he was next to me. Oh, my God. It was so funny. Uh, Mayhem was jokes, mate. I know. (laughs) We're going to have to try and do it next year. Oh, mate, 100%. Mate, we're going to have to try and get, like, Joe, you're going to have to commit to this. You're going to have to come to Mayhem. Oh, yeah, mate. I'm next, always down next, for Mayhem. Next year. It won't be this year because I'm, I'm not in the country. Um, But, yeah, 2023, Mayhem big game. We're going to yeah. get Mason back. We're going to get Jack back. Yeah. It's going to be you. I'm going to drag Pete, kicking and screaming. Get all the 15 boys up. Yeah. All the quest lot. Yes, all the oh, quest yeah. lot. I'll bring, be- uh, I'll bring Big Lou up. Oh, Big Lou. <laughs> I know, Joe, mate, you won't know Big Lou. Yeah, you won't know me, Big Lou, but he's funny. He's yeah. funny, mate. He's, honestly, 
we'll tell you stories about Big Lou, but not on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Funny as hell. Nah, the best thing with Lou, we did the Christmas walk on. Oh, yeah. And he's in this one man tent. Lou's a he's a big Donny. And he's I think he's taller, he's got to be taller than me. Um, but he's yeah, he is big. And he was in this one man <laughs> tent, and we woke up in the morning and it'd been snowing, and it was like thick snow, like thick snow. And he's in this one man tent when half the things caved in from all the snow and he's i don't even think he had a sleeping bag or he did but it got wet or something because yeah, it's touching yeah. side and he's just led like this and i was like i generally thought we'd be dead generally thought we'd be dead i was like lou you're all right yeah yeah safe bro a bit cold you know <laughs> i was like fair play you didn't play for the rest of the day <laughs> <laughs> oh mate that was funny that was funny you had to be there to sort of like appreciate oh. how funny that was but anyway right the next one though so oh. um yeah this this is quite a big move here yeah yeah so uh what uh, happened after the monarchs so I was kind of just like abused us for me. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> used us. I kind of I don't I don't really know what I thought at the time. But I thought uh, yeah, no. As soon as we folded, I I, I did think, oh, I'm gonna go to 15 strokes because as like looking back and like during the time I was playing, like thinking back, like, oh like playing with you boys and like Mason being coached, like I I, I saw the difference in my game, like how I improved. And then just like how I was playing and then I like I had a one-on-one day of Mason doing drills and I'm thinking right like this guy's like inviting me to do drills and like he, he like he would message me after events and whatnot like to what I did right what I did wrong and like all that sort of stuff and I'm thinking right if if he's giving me coaching for what he does like surely if I go to trials I've got some sort of chance uh, I didn't really think I'd make it I just wanted to go because you know like what why not like if, if I don't get it yeah, yeah. who cares at the end of the day I can still play it's an experience. Yeah, exactly. And I've, everyone says, like, oh, if you don't want to go try out, go just for an experience day. Yeah. And I thought, like, yeah, why not? Like, I'll get to play some 15s. I'll just, I, I don't think I've ever been to a trials day before either as well. So I thought, God, then I, I might as well go to a trials day. And I was planning on doing a few anyway um, during that off-season period. Um, and then I got there. And I know this is the mentality, I suppose. I got there and I saw, like, <clears throat> other players there, like, you know, be- players better than I me. Mean, I was thinking... They'll probably get the spot. Like it's not the mentality you should have at all. Like no, do no. do not have a mentality. And I thought, oh, go on, like you know, I'll just play how and play. And then I felt like ha- weirdly having that mentality made me play better on the day. Because on the day, I felt like I played pretty decent. I mean, there was a few drills here and there I was absolutely shocking at, but like playing the points and everything, I felt like I played pretty well. And then it's weird to think because at the end of the day, I didn't think about it. Like yeah. you would think you want to think about going to try out for this team, but weirdly, I, I don't know. I just didn't think about it. And then I, I got home, and then like, oh, my girlfriend's like, "Oh, how was it?" And I was like, "Oh, it was good now." And then I'll get a message from Clint Moore, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" And then <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh my god!" What and I remember just, say? No, yeah, yeah, get up. That's- it's interesting to know. I, I literally remember just looking. I, I was sat on the bed with my girlfriend. We were just just talking. Like, I can't just shit. And um, <laughs> and I just looked at my phone and I it's it says, "Hi Joe, I want to, I want to say well done today." And then the next message said, "I'd like to offer you a spot in the 15th spot for next season." 
Oh. <laughs> straight into it. Just no, like sort of beating around the bush. It was just just straight into it. Because I remember looking at my phone, it dinged, and then like a minute later, it dinged again, and I was like, I just like what? <laughs> like this is a bit of like a painful sucking up moment, no, but like V Clint Moore has just messaged me to play painful. <laughs> like bear in mind, I watched this guy live on PV Axis when he played for Art Chaos, like in yeah. the PSP in 2014. Like I watched him win the West Coast Open. I watched him win the World World Cup as well, beating Damage seven 0 I mean, I was like, so yeah. I'm like from there, like if you get a message, you can't say no. No, no. You'd be you'd be an idiot to pass down the opportunity. And I remember I didn't even reply to him because I remember. He sent me that message and then I called you straight away, Luke. I literally yeah, rang you and you were like drunk out of your mind somewhere. And, you were, and I remember telling you, I'm like, what? And I was like, I know. Yeah, so I, it, it sounds really bad because I was, I was actually ill for the 15th trials, but we also had my, my missus' pair, uh, dad's wedding. So I had to sort of fight my illness to go. So, Naturally, I just drank <laughs> to forget about my illness. And I remember getting the phone call and I was like, Are you, you, you're right, mate. And then you literally told me, I think I was more excited than you. I'm, like you were. I was buzzing out of my mind that you got the opportunity because it was like, oh, it's just awesome. Like just to have that sort of, you come back, you played for us. And like even Sean and myself saw how much you changed just having a coach being able to tell you and guide you from like your first time you ever trained with us to like the last time you played for us. Like just how much your game had changed in that short time was is incredible. And then when you when you told me, mate, I was buzzing. I was like, <laughs> that's so good. Like Mate, I'm still buzzing for it now. Like, it's still cool to see you, although you're in green, which I don't think is a good colour compared to tan. But, yeah. <laughs> you're not meant um, to say red. Huh? You're not meant to say red now. No, because the monarchs were tan. Yeah, but Quest. Yeah, so? <laughs> I look better in red anyway. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Oh mate, but, but how? Yeah, I, sorry, yeah, you carry on, mate. No, you carry on. I, I remember as soon as I hung up that call with you, I was like, I said yes, sweet. And then the next person said, "Don't tell anyone." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> just <told me. laughs> don't tell anyone." I've just. And then Mason, me. Ra- then Mason rang me the next day about it or something, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, have you told anyone?" I was like, "I haven't told anyone." <laughs> <laughs> oh mate the, the thing is obviously i told i told sean yeah but straight away. he was like but although we do this there's a lot of things that we know that we do not talk about like yeah there's there's things that we know that we just do not say because it, it's not it's not worth it like if it's if <laughs> Do you want me to tell you how further it goes? <laughs> you told me. <laughs> oh, no. That night, I was on PlayStation with Mason, and I went, I was trying to, like, get out of him. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> I knew he knew, but he didn't know I knew. And I was like, 
see what's going on with Joe and the uh, trials there. Hmm? And he's like, oh, no, no, no. I was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He was like, I thought you would. <laughs> <laughs> there, mate, there was no way Mason was going to hide it from us. No. Like, no, not a chance. No way. He's just like, yeah, it just wasn't going to be hidden. We we would have found out one way or another. Yeah. Like, I would have just probed Joe until he sort of like gave in and just told me anyway. <laughs> but so how did it go with the 15s like what's the sort of what's different obviously it's a much more established team than the monarchs but what is different on the 15s to the monarchs uh everything's just so much more established like they're they're a pro team and within right i mean i know like they are how they train and how everything's done and scheduled is literally like a protein. Um, like, you know, we've got training days scheduled out. We, we arrive, you know, we do laps, we do stretches before and after everything. Um, and like, I remember p- hearing people say, you know what, you see the 15s always doing laps, always doing extra this and that. And is that they put in the extra work where no one else does and think about the little things. Yeah. Like, you know, stretching after you, um, like played your points and that. Um, also like being on 15s as well is like maybe so much fitter and healthier as a person <laughs> I mean <laughs> you haven't and... stopped smoking though yet have you oh, oh. <laughs> no, no. I'm, working on it. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it but yeah uh, everything is just so perfect um, like right from down the top to the bottom like as, as I just previously said um but then again, I noticed the difference from being ducks to monarchs as well. There's like different levels to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, how often? I mean, how often do they um, expect you to train? Um, so our training schedule is basically once every other week. So like we've got a calendar or like on our Facebook group, and then it, it's like on an Excel sheet. So it's got like the training days marked. It's basically every other week. But you'll literally see at least five fifteens players there on a Sunday. Yeah, um, like from the period of when CPS opened back up from January to around one, I'm, I was there pretty much every Sunday. I think I only missed one Sunday. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's the kind of like level it's at when you're playing elite at that level, and then you do realise as well, like oh, like this is when teams say, oh, like we're trying to get better, we're trying to get, we want to climb the ranks and stuff. But then you see them once a month at CPS, and you're like. You say you want to get better, but you're not putting the effort and time in. And it's like, this is why teams are better than others, because some teams train as much more than others, basically. Yeah, yeah. It is it is mad, isn't it? Like <clears throat> the the step between D1 to elite is oh it's huge. People underestimate it so much, but it's so I underestimate it so much as well. Yeah, I did. I, I did. Like I think Mason sort of put it to us basically like that i started understanding the gap between say like us and mason when we were monarchs and um i understood the gap between d1 and elite but there's so many players out there that just think it's like a cakewalk and it's it's not it's, it's really not really not like it's just such a big gap like like n- not trying to like dish shit out here that like sad for sad for for example like they went i went for yeah, so they, they didn't win a point or they didn't win a game all day. 
<clears throat> I think they they scored four points. There was two against us at Quest. And firm as well, wasn't it? And firm. We the Quest versus Sad, I think we just made a few little mistakes where they just capitalized off it, which was you know something we shouldn't have done. And firm was you? a bit of a Hey. You didn't lose to Sad, did you? No, we didn't lose. We just lost uh, two points to them. Oh. We um I think we end up beating them five two, I think. But <clears throat> it was either four two or five two. Um but they managed to get two points on us. Which was yeah, wasn't ideal. Lessons were learnt that day quickly. Um Sean, for God's sake. Yeah, it's Why short, are you laughing short, at me? Joe started laughing first. I didn't start <laughs> laughing. Joe made like the cringy face and I laughed at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think when they when they scored two points on Fern, that was more surprising. Yeah, we went two up on Fern. I was like, yeah, I was like, that was all right. I was kind of like, yeah, go on then. Yeah, yeah, it was good watching. Yeah, it was um it was quite surprising. It was like, ooh, they're gonna win this. <laughs> like, Imagine if they won. That would be huge. Mr. Wakefield would not have been happy. <laughs> I think Mr. Wakefield would have hung up his boots and gave up. Yeah, he would have quit. Paper. Yeah, he would have cried himself to sleep at Japan <laughs> or oh, something. If only they would have won then, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, mate. It's funny. It's funny. But so going from that then, so we, we've established a huge difference between D1 and um and elite what's the what's the future looking like for mustangs now not bad i mean you know round one we went one and three and you know you, lost you, you had oh, sorry, a hard God. sorry you had a hard bracket though yeah you had I mean, arguably the hardest bracket yeah so we had tigers um the first team and then i think our outer bracket game was warped yeah so ultimately, you're playing, uh, you know, the top two best teams in the country, and then Tigers. I mean, you know, people they're, say what I they say, like, but they're like, a good team. Yeah, they were yeah. on it that day as well. Definitely. I mean, they beat us four 0 Yeah. Um, and then so we lost to Fern five two, and then we beat Warped three two, and then lost the first team five two, but like. I know those score margins are quite big, as in, like, it's a 4 0 loss and a three point margin to other losses, only a one point win against Warped. But considering it is basically like a 70% roster rehaul. Yeah. I mean, so the only original guys are Guy, Ethan, and Rob. Yeah. And then all of us are new. Uh, so then you've got me, John, John, Beswick, Gray, Chris, and Woody. Yeah. And considering, like, you know, we've had a lot of time to, like, get to prayer and know each other, like, that period was, like, so hard because we will go to training on Sundays. We'll just, we'll just be getting dotted from teams left, right, and centre. I mean, like, we'll be just getting clapped. And then after round, it started getting better towards round. I will say, because I remember on the Saturday training, you know, we did decent. And then to, like, you know, win two points against the first team, win two points against the like, you know, you know you're doing something right-ish. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, after training this Sunday, um, not not even playing, but in a sense of just, like, chemistry, getting to know everyone, it just feels so much better. 
I mean, yeah. I think because all of us are decent paintball players, like we're all good paintball players, but we just have to gel with each other and like learn yeah. to play with each other. And what I think was what I think is more difficult about Mustangs this year than any other year or any other team in, in the league is that we're all coming in. It's basically like a scrap, it's basically a rebuild, isn't it? Yeah. Rather than how 15s usually do it, one or two players up coming into the team, and you've only yourself have to fit in with a group. Whereas because you've got so many other bodies that haven't played with each other, like you've got Rob coming down from the first team, only Guy and Ethan have played with each other, and only Ethan and Bez have played with each other. All of us, we've never played with each other, we've never spoken to each other before. Yeah. And like we've just got to like build that process. And like as it's slowly building, you know, you can see everything getting so much better. And um, yeah, so the future is looking bright. It's going to take time, but it will get there. And like Mason always says, um, it's exactly like how we started. When the Mustangs first brought in, they had him, Greeny, Alex Anstey, and then like a couple others. So it's literally just the Mustangs repeating itself when they first um, yeah, introduced. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, so I went off then. That's, mate, it's all good. It's what it's about. No, like I think everyone sort of seen it, saw it coming. Really, that the Mustangs weren't—they probably weren't going to have a very good first round, um, purely because of the new roster change. But the 15s haven't put you all together because you're a winning team yet. They're—they're—they're they're, they're building you. That's the thing. It's not like you say. It's not just the best in the UK coming together and just playing. It's it's a whole new rebuild. Yeah, like you've got to play with each other. Like you've got to know one each other as well. Like I don't think people realise how big it is. Like knowing the person you're playing with. Oh yeah, like, you you got to, you you have to trust that person as well. Yeah, and for example, like me and John John have been we, we, we've been like a pair since like you started. You know, like we we usually end up in hotels together. So naturally, like we build a friendship that way. Yeah, yeah. and then just spending more time like on the paintball. I see him next time. I look, I'd only have to speak to him. I know what he's doing. And then when we're communicating each other, it's not like we're shouting, we're like, oh, John, John, uh, there's a guy, there's a guy in the five. He's looking inside. Um, what, what, what's stopping you moving up? And he's like, uh, this guy's putting me in. Can you do this for me? And it's just like a like a chilled conversation. Yeah, it's a natural flow, then, isn't it? And it's nice. It's yeah, nice. instead of like screaming at each other, it's just horrible, isn't it? When you start screaming. Yeah, and it's just. <laughs> Getting to know your players, it just makes a huge difference from what I've personally found out as well. Nice, 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 nice. It is good, but I'm I'm looking forward to next round. Well, um, obviously you two played, we're playing each other yesterday. Mm -hmm. What's the new layout playing like? Because I don't even think I've seen a picture of it yet. I've got to have a look at it. It's um it's kind of it's a weird one again. The snake is so livable like because they're the big bricks in the snake again and there's no corners for the snake so you can sort of crawl down if you don't match them in the snake you can crawl the way down pretty much there's a few gaps isn't there in the snake where you can shoot them through yeah there's there's breaks in the beams but well i didn't play this no I, I i didn't really give a look at it so someone probably called me out for saying this but I, I had a light look at it but i don't really think much can shoot it it's it's one of those that, um, like, I, I died off the break going to there a few times, but oh. the... Goober. Yeah, Goober. 
but there was a lot of times when people shot for me and the, the lane was behind me. So, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So there is, and I think you have to play the snake. I think you have to. But I did uh, notice you up through the center quite a lot. Yeah, I thought I've. I finally got to play the bit of how I wanted to play it. <laughs> oh, I'm so gassed. It's such a big, complex like oh, no. puzzle in the middle, isn't it? I, I love it. It's just, you can just get lost in it. Use, yeah. use the bunkers for a little blight. Oh, I, I love it. Yeah, it's, um, it is, it's one of those centre plays that is, it's going to get nasty up through the centre. Oh, yeah. And I, I said it yesterday as well. How the centre is laid out, like you've got those two bricks next to each other, the gap in the middle. And with that gap, you've got two of those like nugget bricks, and then yeah. two, then like the mini walls behind it. It, the field is asking for someone to run through that channel, take out the center guy, and lick at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use I the mean, other center, can you? Yeah. So when round two comes, I, I think you're going to see some some nasty stuff through the middle. Yeah, you're going to see some nasty bunkering up through that center. I think <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be an entertaining round to watch. I think as well. For a spectator's oh. point of view, and the fact that it's a yeah, Sean's going to be up there again. Oh, yeah. um, oh, talking about Sean being up there, he did say he might get up for next weekend. I may do, you know, may throw on a mask. He, he might just come up and train with us as long as Quest is pretty cool with it. Just jump but, on like a couple of points, nothing, not loads. It's, I haven't asked the Quest lads yet, so he might not even be allowed. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. But I may, I'll just go up. I may just go up anyway. There'd be a team up there. Yeah, it's going to be a busy one, I think. Look, I will let you play from. Hey, huh? okay. <laughs> go play for Icon. <laughs> nah, I'm alright. Uh... I'll pack up my kit. <laughs> Talking about that, actually, I saw I saw a message come through, Luke. Did you see that come through? That's from Reese, wasn't it? From Reese. I just tend to oh, for God's sake. Yeah, goes why do Joe snake icon just the war a bench? <laughs> right. What right. what's this? I feel like it's a story. The, the story behind this is is shout out NDA. <clears throat> <laughs> I like that. You had to get the NDA in there, didn't you? I had to. So we've we've got this group chat of like just a bunch of fellow paintballers. And um it, it's it's an interesting group chat, but um, during the off season, people knew that like, oh, who, who's who playing for, like, who's Luke going to go play for, who am I going to go play for, and then at this time, like, I knew I was on 15s, but I couldn't tell anyone, and people were just saying in the chat, Joe, who are you playing for, who are you playing for, and I'm like, I I I, I couldn't say anything, I, I didn't want to say nothing, and people would try to suss it out or whatever, so I was like, yeah, I'm playing for Icon, and I put it once in that chat, and then it just kicked off, just a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> like, they all thought I was going to go play for them and everything, and they were put in their chat and was like, oh, just Joe coming to play for us. And Ant sat there like, I didn't even know Joe was coming to play for us. <laughs> so, and then Reese fully believed I was going to go come to Icon and play because I kept the joke up for so long until I was announced. <laughs> <laughs> then when he figured out, yeah, he, he didn't take it well. <laughs> oh mate yeah bless no, bless him bless him bless him <laughs> oh christ so um actually i've got a little question to ask you are you going to branch out into playing maybe some mech yes like I, ever since we played mech at mayhem yeah i've just I, i've wanted to get my mech done. mech's just next level he's so good but so much fun mate 
I want to try play it, but obviously, like with the 15s and how everything's training, yeah, I, yeah. I don't have time for it. No. Yeah. No, it's um, it's a it's a hard one because the the ECPL is such a fun league to play in. It's so much fun. Um, I'm playing the round the next round, I think, for the Tigers. As like sort of like I'm just guesting for Tigers. Um, I'm not training. I'm just gonna rock up on the day and play. Um, just purely because I haven't got time to sort of give to the like commit to them. Um, but if you ever do get the chance just to go and just play one round, I urge you to go and do it. Yeah, it it just, it just looks like that old school paintball that was back in the day, doesn't it's, it? It's mate, it's so much fun. It's like right. You're going snake. Okay, cool. Like, you know, you, you would load up with paint, probably play a point. Like, in the UK, you always wear four pods. Nah, it's, it's like eight to ten pods, mate, on your back. Jeez. Like, you are just constantly on your trigger. Like, your fingers actually ache at the end of it because it's a mech for a start. But it's such a good laugh. I urge you to go and play it. Just what, try it once. What marker have you got, Joe? Uh, CS2 Pro. You just get a mech frame for it. Yeah, I well, being a student, I can't really afford much. Being a, <laughs> like, being a 15s player, I'm sure you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got, think about that. Mate, you yeah. got to start pulling these 15 yeah. ties together now, mate. Oh, I keep forgetting. I'm like, oh. Use and abuse. Use and abuse. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, thinking, oh, I'll go buy this. Like, no, you can just, you know, get some. I was like, oh, sweet. <laughs> 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 oh mate yeah it's we that's wicked get get a mech frame and then we'll have to go down to like paintball south and just shoot yes because that's what i did last i literally just shot, shot my mech all day it's so much better that, they that do was mech last... days down there as well oh do they they've got they've got um it's, it's, it's all right they've got a tire field and um you know they've, they've got a mech yeah, 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 yeah we played it we went down to the walk on and I it just was Christmas walk on. Yeah, Christmas walk on. Oh, just used Christ- my Mac the whole time. Yeah. It was so much better. Christmas walk on. The pair of us just went down, took the mechs out. Everyone else is shooting the space guns at us, and we're just there. Like, Shot some goobers with some mechs. It was good. <laughs> it was really Bop. good. <laughs> One ball. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it, that was a wicked day. Actually, to be honest, it, I know. I know your feeling, Joe, because like, there's so much outlet to play, but it's like. <laughs> Committing to a team with elite is so much. It's, it's a lot. Yeah, you have to be there, like, near enough. I, I know I'm at CPPS now every weekend until after round two. Yeah, I like... Personally, I don't mind it. Because I know what I want in paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as much as I want to branch out and do other things, like, currently, like, I'm loving going up to CPPS, like, every single Sunday. I think... Yeah, I think, like... For you, obviously, I think the 15s has given you a new lease in paintball, like a new yeah. look. Um, and that's exciting because I, I'm I'm like that with Quest. Like Quest have refreshed paintball for me. It's, it's like a new at least like a new game of paintball. I feel yeah. like I've had to relearn how to play paintball. Oh mate, it's if you've had to think about that gap, it's already gone, in it like that that is the level, like it, it's just like you think you're a step ahead of the opposition? Nah, you're not. Like they're, they're, they're already two, three moves ahead of you. Mate. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that gap becomes very, very small. Like you look at you. Oh, yeah, I can make that. Nobody's looking at me. Go bang. Someone was waiting in the middle for you. It's like, 
Are you actually serious? <laughs> <laughs> I hate this game. I love this game. <laughs> but I think that's it for your paintball win, isn't it, at the moment? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, that You've covered everything I've done in paintball. Nice. Oh, yeah. Sean, should we get on to the questions? Have you actually prepared any questions? What, true or false? Yeah. Oh, this. Oh, oh I uh, forgot about this. <laughs> just because it's Joe, um, I'm using true or false questions, which I use for you, Luke, for the kids' ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Actually, that was embarrassing because I got a really <laughs> bad score. <laughs> so, Joe. True or false answers only, please. <clears throat> Question number one. Do camels have three sets of... No, camels have three sets of eyelids. True or false? False. It's true. Well, they're two. <laughs> That's dogs. That's not, that confused me. So, Australia is a country as well as a continent. False. <laughs> it's true. Wait, what? I'm back. Conf- what do you mean? Is it's a country as well as a continent? Oh, oh, I can't go back on it now, can I? No. I thought you meant. <laughs> I thought you meant its continent is called Australia. No, no, no. Listen, listen, Joe. Look, you, I can repeat questions, all right? But once you give me the answer, that's it. It's locked in. <laughs> it's locked in. Uh, herbivore <laughs> animals consume meat. False. It's false. You got yeah, one. That's... Yeah. I was oh, gonna I say, mate when, mate, when you said when you looked up, I was like, do not get this one wrong. Do not get <laughs> this one wrong. The capital of Spain is Madrid. Uh, true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> right. Butterflies are birds. False. Correct. Oh. They're insects, aren't they? That was it. Yeah. No, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. The human body consists of 150 bones. False. It's false. Yeah. Luke, you keep gonna... track how many you got right. He's got four right, and we're on question six. Yeah, okay. No, I think we're on question seven now. Yeah, we're on question seven. That's that's four out. So. Hmm. Hmm. I'm just trying to find, you know. The Sahara (laughs) Desert is the biggest desert in the world. True. It's true. I need to find some. Uh... <laughs> when I listen to when I listen to the podcast, and I hear this section. I think, oh, these are easy. But when you're on it, it gets ten times harder. I swear. <laughs> right. The U.S. shares borders with three countries. False. It's false. Can you name them? Canada and Mexico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking Alaska too, but Alaska. Oh, it's a state, isn't it? Yeah. State. Some of these questions on there are actually (laughs) too funny. Question nine. Elephants 
are the largest animals in the world. Did you say animals? Yeah. Dogs? It's true. What? Is a whale, is a whale not bigger? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like... Okay, maybe this is wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the blue whale is the biggest mammal yeah. in the world. But the elephant is the biggest land animal. Because okay, I don't know so if you said mammal. land or what. I'm calling VAR. Yeah. VAR, yeah. Next, next yeah. question, skip that one. Because obviously this is wrong, but... What are we doing on that one? Oh, we had had this before, but a question... No. I no. think we should just give this one to Joe here. Okay. Okay. So he's got six. It's question 10 now. This is the last one. This is the last one. Mm. <clears throat> All right. I'm going to make it up. Oh, no. I am wearing Nike socks. True. That's no, false. I'm wearing Don A. <laughs> <laughs> You look like a Nike sock kind of guy. <laughs> I normally am, you know, but I got the I uh, got the twelve pack six pound from Sport Direct earlier, so you know. <laughs> so just... cheap bastard. <laughs> I was going to say that is a peasant move, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't uh, buy Donny. Eh? Um, <laughs> how many did he get? He got six out of ten. That's okay. better than me. That is fourth. All right. Uh, Joe Pro. Six out of ten. So you're joint fourth with Nikki T and Shelly Farmer. And above you is Craig, Mason, Ains, Ant, Leds, Mark, Paul, Jamie, Tommy. So basically I'm at the bottom. No, you're mid-table. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You're looking about mid-table. Below you you got uh no, you're a bit lower than mid. You got Henry, Luke, Stoney, and James. Oh, I need to put in brackets. Child question. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, are you okay? Uh, see, Sean got me this really cool little booklet for my birthday. And it's it's called a podcast planner. Oh wow. And I'm just I'm just I'm just writing down your score in here so I can come back to it at a later date. I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we'll leave it on that, Joe. But have you got any shout-outs or anything you want to do? Uh, oh, yeah, go on then. Uh, Shout-out Lucky 15s. Um, sponsors. Oh, who's best paying player in the, in, the, in the UK? Oh, yeah, we didn't do this. Oh, uh, I think he already really kind of answered. Before we go, one. come on. Best paying player in the UK. Uh, uh, it's got to be normal. Uh, I say Go on. It's got to be Mason. Oh, that's three. <laughs> three for Mason. Three for Mason. We'll take that. Yeah. Give us a shout out. Right. Yeah, shout out Lucky 15s and our sponsors, GI, JT. Big shout out to Ames for this opportunity, obviously. And then to you guys as well. I mean, like, you guys got the back to Pringle, along with the Monix program and everything. Yeah, and, you owe um, us a lot, to be fair. <laughs> and then, weird one, shout out Pringle South. I mean, I'm always down there. And they're rebuilding a supper field. So anyone on the south coast, uh, if they've got a supper day, honestly, come down along. It, it's a good day. Everyone chills out, plays a few points. Come down as a team. Come down by yourself. We, we do scratch teams all the time. Yep. So big shout out to Bengal South as well. Yeah, definitely. 
Wicked. Where can people find you on socials, Joe? Uh, uh, on right, I just use Instagram, isn't it? So my Instagram is Joe Your Ho. Um, nice. So yeah, if uh, if you're listening, guys, and you haven't followed Joe, go follow him on his Instagram. And uh, yeah, we'll see you later. Pleasure having you on. Thank, Thank you very you much. Me on, boys. See you in a bit. Bye. Bye.